You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Episodes four and five. And five. And five. So, right off the bat, of course, going in, of course, we have, you know, opinions over episode one, or not episode one, I mean four and five. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, okay, a lot of people did not like four, which is understandable. And, you know, it was the weakest, I will say, out of the series. I agree. But then, you know, starting out this podcast, you know, I figured that you would be, you know, wanting to rant about episode four and yeah. a lot of that kind of vibe. And then after watching episode five, a lot of perception of the show changed a little bit because episode five was phenomenal. Yeah. So episode four was not as good. So we'll talk about that first and then we'll go into a lot more of a bright spot for this show. Facts. So starting off with episode four, of course, this particularly had a lot of fans on the fence. This episode definitely was probably the weakest of the show so far. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I mean, I am blind a little bit biased because there is some stuff I did enjoy from episode four, but I do agree. There's a lot of stuff that's like, okay, that was weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I'm a, I'm a sucker for, or at least realism to a sense. So when I see something like that just doesn't make sense or that's not explained, I'm like kind of irked. I'm like, right. explain that, explain that. And there's right. a lot of that stuff going on um, right. in episode four. Which like, me, like, I'm super optimistic. I have a super optimistic personality. So when I see something that's not as consistent, I don't worry about it as much yeah. as seeing the show and the plot as well. Um, but I can understand some of the inconsistencies. And this, this episode had a lot more inconsistencies than you know normal episodes should. So I understand that mm. for sure. But I will say, though, it is crazy to me how one character can influence the show so dramatically to make it like seem like whether you know, one person dislikes the show or likes it yeah. in Rava, because a lot of people don't like her, and like one character can influence to that extent is pretty crazy to me as well. I mean, and we, we just watched episode five. I mean, right. I, I still don't like your character. I really no. don't. I, I think, I think it's, just... it's a little, it makes more sense now, if that makes sense. Um, and it, I think it does make more better. sense, right. but like everyone was predicting what we saw. Oh yeah, definitely. So I mean, yeah. even though it happens in episode five, it, it still doesn't make me attracted to her as a character because right. I still don't think she's that interesting. And no, right. like Star Wars, it's not about race. It's just exactly some of the characters you write suck and you're lazy. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so. That is true. But this episode or episode five, they were not lazy. That is for sure. But good. in this episode, they were a little bit lazy when it comes to writing. The dialogue was a little bit cheesy. You have some inconsistencies about different lightsaber uses, the force uses. But I will say, the concept of the episode is cool. Like, you know, going and breaking into an Inquisitor base to rescue yeah. somebody. That's a cool concept. That's a cool concept, but they just didn't execute it very well. I agree. Now, and I feel like there's just a lot of things that the Empire, like, just wouldn't let fly. Like, number one, you got, like, a big hole at the bottom that just anything could swim through. Right. Like, number two, you got um, a Stormtrooper's blast that can shoot a hole in, like, the very depths of it. So, yeah. like... Dude, if your gun's not on safety, like, <laughs> hold up, you might flood. Right. And then three, like, Tao just, like, poking, like, Stormtroopers' eyes, like, taking out everybody and no one notices. Or, like, four, Obi-Wan, when, he, when he's running out at the end and he has Leia on his cloak, like, no one sees two feet in a massive... <laughs> Obi-Wan running... They know what Obi-Wan looks like, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a cool concept, but just... It wasn't man, executed. Uh, it wasn't executed as, as well been. as it could have been. And the best way to describe this episode is it reminded me a lot more of sequel Star Wars than like a lot of yeah, the previous yeah. episodes. I would been, agree with that. If that makes sense. So it was it was very like sequel oriented, which of course I did not like. Um, and I mean there was some cool stuff in this episode, but it just didn't work with the rest of the episode. If that makes mm, sense. I agree. Um, there wasn't enough Vader <laughs> in this episode, <laughs> bro. There has sure. there still hasn't been enough Vader. Oh, I don't know. Episode five delivered. Episode, we gotta get more though. Just one. We, we gotta get some more. Get we'll get some more. more in the next one, hopefully. Uh, but I will say the stuff that I did like um, is the whole concept of the officer girl, Tara, what's Tala, her name? Tala. Tala. Tala, yeah. Tala. 
So she, I like the concept of her sneaking in and helping Obi Wan sneak around the base. I think that's that was a good good part of the episode. Yeah. The bad part of the episode was just Rava in general, yeah. really, and her interactions with Leia were not as good quality as the Obi Wan sneaking around trying to find Leia. Because that did, part was cool. Yeah, I did like the whole sneaking around, and obviously they had to have Tala. But at some point, you think surely the Empire has to have better security than mm. just like Tala through. Well, she does and have uh, like super high clearance. She pulled so. out the clearance card. She pulled out, I'm going to Lord Vader. You don't want to mess with him. The whole card. So right. I, I get it, but she's just walking around doing whatever she wants. She's on the computer. No one says anything. Right. I don't know. Bro, right. up your security. Dude, if I'm Darth Vader, like I'm putting some more money into like our security budget right. and maybe so maybe i mean you know because it was a base of inquisitors they felt that you know the inquisitors could handle most threats aside so yeah you know I, I i can see that from that part but i will say it is super hard for me to dislike this show and say bad things about the show because i want to love it so much and which i do still love it especially from episode five yeah. um but I, I am a little bit bonded by bias for a lot of this stuff but i do agree episode four was weak and it wasn't yeah. as good as it should have been yeah. if that makes sense I, I really i really want to love it too and, right but like you said this this episode felt more like the sequels yeah. it felt more like disney right and right. when you can you can start to feel like disney's um just influence and attributes on a certain show Mm-hmm. I, I think it just loses its total Star Wars feel. Right, right. Um, so that's why I wasn't a huge yeah. fan of it. And I do, I agree. You know, but, you know, a lot of other cool stuff in this episode was also undermined by a lot of inconsistencies, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, yeah. for example, when the, you know, the Stormtrooper blasts a hole into the, you know, wall at the bottom. Okay, that was inconsistent. But the part when Obi-Wan's holding the water in holding was cool. Water. Yeah. That was that, awesome. That, that was a pretty cool scene. Right. And then another one is... Whenever you know you have Leia in that torture room and then the stormtroopers and it's like dark and you have the lightsaber coming around, that scene was cool. Yeah. But the use of the lightsaber should have cut like straight through. Yeah, and it, it should have cut. It bounces. It bounces right. off the stormtrooper. Right. So it if, be able to if cut that scene would have been a lot cooler if it just like cut through the stormtroopers. Uh, I'm also like not sure why they decided to torture Leia because, yeah. dude, she first of all she has no idea about like the right. past. She's like, ten. She really doesn't know that much. Yeah. So instantly they get they're like, "Where's Kenobi?" Then it's like. Well, where's the path? We're right. going to torture you. She's like, I don't know anything. <laughs> like, how? Right. It's not right. going to get well, anything she, accomplished. She did know a few things, but like, for a 10-year-old girl, like, you're not Yeah, just, like. Makes sense. And plus, the whole thing uh, with Raven episode five, it doesn't make sense for her to torture her in this episode. Like, yeah, that, that really struck me as odd. Yeah. So. I don't know. That was, that was the, inconsistent the with their character. Right, it was. And this episode, I mean, it, it could have been really epic, like if they really it wanted it to be. I, I mean, at the end, the the whole uh, the rescue scene is cool right. when the, when the fighter pilots come in and they save them when they need it. Um, but one thing they kind of failed to do is like they had just introduced like the character Wade right. to us, right? Um, and then like he dies, and then mm. they try to make it like a, an emotional, emotional moment. Yeah. Like you see, the female pilot turns back. She's like, "No, Wade," but we don't even <laughs> really we don't have know any who connection. No, we don't have any yeah. connection. So. And that is funny, too, is because it's like, you know, a lot of times when, like, um, if you think back to the original trilogy, when, you know, pilots get killed or whatever, when they're flying around, nobody even cares. They just yeah. keep going. And then this one, she's just like, they make it, like, try to make it so emotional and just, yeah. like, none of us well, care. They did a better job in like, episode four because you see that, like, right. that the camaraderie between those pilots fighting together for a certain goal. And one of them goes down. They're like, ah, you know, they're stressed right. out. You feel bad for it. But this one, you're like... I don't really care. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I it guess. doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> sorry <laughs> to disappoint you. But I thought the best part about that was um, her and Vader's uh, whole interaction. Mm, that was, was awesome. Cool. I was like, Bro, that was out. my favorite part of the episode for sure. When Vader just tosses Rava back, that was awesome. Like that for sure. 
was just epic. And I, cool, I think yeah. everybody can agree when they just push it back. He's like, you did this. <laughs> that was epic. Like, I actually turned a little bit better, which I don't understand right. why they wouldn't have just taken Kenobi there. I guess they wanted the whole path, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than just Kenobi. But Vader seems to be only Vader's wants Kenobi, focus yeah. on Kenobi. Right. So why would he like promote her Yeah. when she just let him go? Yeah. Well, we, we learned later that he didn't promote her purposely. He, he yeah. knew what she was up to. So he promoted her to manipulate her even more. So <laughs> we still know, you know, what's up with that. So that yeah. was pretty cool to know about. So any, I mean, I don't really have any other comments on their episode four because I want to spend a good majority of time on five because yeah. of how good and crazy it was. Uh, do you have any more comments for episode four? That's about all. Like, like you said, it had a good, good idea, but it right. just wasn't executed well. So right. I agree. I agree. All right. So we have to get into episode five. Because that episode was brilliant, yeah, it's uh, good, I will man. say. It was definitely, in my opinion, the best episode so far of the series. Just I'll, because I'll, of the action and the things that yeah. evolved. I think I might like it the best, but I think that's up there with number one. Yeah. I think it'd be just with one story. Right. But, but that five went hard. That was crazy. And I feel like, you know, as Star Wars fans in general, as soon as it opened and we see the pad one of Anakin Skywalker, everybody was getting hyped. It, it was crazy. Sure. Well, at first, the very first shot of him... Uh, you can instantly tell he's older. Right, so I, right. I don't know if it was just me, but I swear he looked older in that first shot than he did the rest of the five times. He did, he Maybe did. Maybe just a de-aging part right there. Yeah. But bro, seeing like Clone Wars era Anakin. Well, yeah, a little bit like, I don't know if it took place like before Attack of the Clones or like after Attack of the Clones, yeah. but still, either way, I was hyped to see it. It was, it was pretty cool, epic. It? And the whole scenes, like we'll go ahead and just talk about that whole scene because they kept flashing, you know, back and forth between that and the episode. And that whole scene was just beautiful. Yeah. Like the, the use of lightsaber in that scene was like prequel age use of lightsaber. Yeah. So that was awesome. It was very well choreographed. It was. It was. They did a good job having the two back. They did a pretty decent job at the de-aging process. I mean, of course, I know that's expensive. I know. Because they're like, what, like at least 20 years right. older, right? Which they both look good anyway for their age any, anyhow. But still, that scene was it, It's epic. still believable. Right. Honestly, it's always Right. And now. then, of course, it was super believable and cool to see Obi-Wan using its defensive tactics and then... Anakin being super abrasive and super yeah. uh, aggressive against Obi-Wan and then just using those constant tactics and then Obi-Wan continuing to be like, you cannot do this in fight. You have to be defensive. You have to, you know, you don't want to hurt these people necessarily. Yeah. You want to say you're, to you're a defender, you're a protector. You know, that's what Jedi are supposed to be, yeah. not just like killers. And I thought that was such a cool use of that. And I thought that was awesome in every yeah. way. The, the whole action sequence was I'm um, just a benefit to mm. to the main point of all the flashback scenes. Right. That was just like you said. It was Obi Wan teaching Anakin to be patient, and it, it just shows as, as we saw later, um, just how um, wise of a master he was. Because mm. obviously, we're seeing Anakin's kind of like descent. He's aggressive. Right. He's impatient, and he has like a an unquenchable desire. Uh, for approval to win, right? And Kenobi's just like, "Hey, like you don't have to." And no. we see how later that plays in. Um, but dude, that <laughs> dude, he schooled him that, that fight. He was. That was really cool, and it was just so epic. Like him pulling the lightsaber out from under him was also. You don't super have cool. a weapon. <laughs> I got you now. That was awesome, and also seeing like him wanting the Jedi trials to card for so he can become a knight instead yeah. of being the pad one, which is super cool. So I was excited to see that. And that was one of the best parts of the episode anyway. So to get in the show itself in the modern times, it was also very, very good. And I will say, you know, each episode, I saw this, I was reading an article, and it was saying that each episode has hints or features that remind you of uh, the corresponding Star Wars episode of movie. Hmm. So like episode one had connections to Phantom Menace, like Phantom with Menace. Uh, pod racing with Luke. And yeah. the second one, um, you know, had, cons- you know, similarities to Attack the Clone with the underworld of like Coruscant and stuff. Ooh. Episode three, you know, the Vader-Anakin confrontation. Episode four, 
you had Leia being captured by the Enforces and somebody going after her to save her. Yeah. And then episode five, now you're in a base being attacked by the Empire, similar to what happened in Empire Strikes Back. So I think that part is pretty That's attention the, to detail. See, I, you mentioned to the, that to me earlier, and I didn't mm. even think about that. I, I didn't think about it. I didn't even catch uh, anything like that until I read that article. I was like, huh, they're right. So, <laughs> so with that in mind, for episode six, the finale... Mm. I wonder what they could tie in. I wonder what they could one. tie in. I I'm mean, maybe sure. Vader again fights of, of again another fight between and the then two. He, and loses. he loses him losing. <laughs> oh. So I feel like that may be okay. What what they're getting at, or maybe we'll get Palpatine or something in this episode. <gasps> oh. How crazy would that be, bro? That would be so cool. That would be cool. But anyway, definitely super awesome feel to this episode. You have them on the base. You know, trying to hide out. We know the Empire's coming after them after they find out they're being traced. And then Obi-Wan kind of becoming this leader for them. Um, and then try- telling them what they need to do, which is super cool as well. Facts. What'd you think about that? Uh, I thought it was really cool. And I thought that was a really dope plotline that they mm. chose to go after um, a whole group of people. Not like defenseless, but a bunch of just innocent civilians hiding out right. on a base uh, right. where the path is. And then just like trapped in. It, it felt, like you said, very episode 5 mm. Uh, with you know the whole battle on Hoth and they're right. in there and exactly. they're just bombarding them and then Vader eventually like the coming in later to attack it. Yeah, it was it was a super good. I mean, yes, there were some inconsistencies, which you know with most shows there's going to be, but compared to what we witnessed within the show, they were small details compared to what the feel of the show was of this episode. So those are pretty pretty minor to me. Um, but we got to talk about first um, before we get into the best part of the episode, which is Vader General. We have to talk about Raven and Obi-Wan's um, conversation. Uh, what yeah. did you think about that? So I thought, I wish they would have put it maybe a little earlier or something. Mm. I felt like it was kind of a, an odd time because yeah. you had like them trying to blast the door. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird time to put it in the middle. Right. The conversation was needed. Obviously, we as Star Wars fans, we like kind of suspected with right. their backstory. So we knew what was going to happen. Right. But like... First of all, how are they whispering through like a huge wall? <laughs> yeah, that's I, what I, I want to know. Unless they're using that, the force, um, oh, they they could be. But if they're just whispering, they wouldn't hear each other. But it's kind of weird how she just sticks her lightsaber in at the end when it clearly yeah. goes through, and they just spend all the time blasting. Yeah, um, it's but still a cool conversation. The, the content of the conversation was good, right? And it was, it was needed for the Ravis backstory. And I was actually surprised. Um, you know, the whole time I thought when she was going after Kenobi, she was mad at Kenobi for not rescuing her from the temple, but in actuality. She's mad at Vader for yeah. what she what he did at the temple. So I didn't see that part coming. I thought that was actually pretty cool. So I mean, I guess it begs the question then, like, why is she still going after Kenobi? Like, why has she been going after him so hard the entire thing? If she truly wants Vader. Maybe it's because she knew Vader would be, you know, coming after her. And I do also appreciate the answering of the question that a lot of people didn't like in the end of episode two when she knew who Darth Vader was as Anakin Skywalker. And I'm glad that they brought that up. They brought yeah. that up. They knew that we wouldn't yeah. like that. They addressed it. And, and they did cool. it really well. And it made sense why she would know because she saw him coming after her. Yeah. So that was cool in I itself. mean, that, that's, a, that's a good, believable backstory. She wants revenge. I right. still know how she survived because Anakin was right there. It's right, not like right. he just let Well, she said she, she like um, hid among the dead bodies and she, you know, felt them go cold within the forest. I think so. she got stabbed too. She might have gotten hurt. I think she might have gotten hurt. It shows maybe, right. maybe he missed, I don't know, or something. Right. But. Anyway, that was super cool to see as well. So I, I did appreciate that backstory. It didn't make us like really like the character anymore, yeah. but it made the character make more sense. Make more that. sense, exactly. Right. It didn't make me like attract to as a character, but right. it gave me like an understanding uh, of where why she's, she's there. Yeah, 
and why she will no longer be there eventually. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> but anyway, Woo! that part was cool, and it was cool to see more flashbacks of Order 66 and Anakin walking through killing more younglings. Dude, Meme that's right one of my there. favorite parts, bro. <laughs> He's like going crazy on the younglings. Master like, Skywalker, just, just, what are we just, going to just. do? What are we going to He's back. So Y'all gonna die. So gonna He's gonna die. So that was that was really epic and stuff. And then of course we have her going after Obi Wan, and they had a really cool confrontation of Obi Wan pushing her back with the force. That was cool, bro. I, bro, homie, gotta be doing that with the stormtroopers or something, not just Rave, but dude, right. that was. I don't know. He was, was built cool. like that. That was cool. And then of course they go back, and of course we had the super sacrifice of what was her name? I keep forgetting. Tala. Tala. She got shot. That was actually. Well, she got shot, and then the droid guy, you know, protected yeah. her, which was sad as well. And then she used a, a, a grenade and, you know, exploded, exploded it so they everybody. could get away a little bit further on, which is super. They actually made that pretty emotional. They, there. they wrote Tala in the show a lot better than they wrote, like, Reva. They definitely like, did. Really, they yeah. really did. They did. Uh, they you, they you gave her a cool like bad her. story. You right. liked her. You sympathized with her. Right. You know, um, you know, she wanted to help the Empire originally. Then she saw them take out four sensitive families. Yeah. And then she realized this is not what I'm about. And that, that's a super good backstory. So I appreciated yeah. that. That Her, her death emotional. was sad. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they did kind of cheesy. Like with the slow motion. Like, I don't no, think it was cheesy. I feel like, it was, I feel like it's I feel been like overdone was, before. I think it was pretty emotional. Yeah, it's been done before. But that's, you know, a lot of things have been done before in Hollywood. It's hard to, you know, not repeat. Also, I totally thought, and I heard this theory, and I thought it had some credibility to it. But that that loader joy could have been Wrecker. It seems weird because he's just a loader droid, so I didn't think he was programmed yeah. to fight. But he was going in on the stormtroopers. Right. Well, I just don't think it makes sense. Record being weapon in the show in at all. Three, so. record from Bad Batch. I just it wouldn't have made sense. It so. seems weird that he'd be like so aggressive. I mean, K two S O from Rogue One was so. Hmm. You know, and he was awesome. So you know, so I, I kind of wish it was record. That would have been a cool reveal. But it'd been cool, but it would have made sense if that makes sense. They I feel like that would be more gave of an the loader George so much screen. Yeah, but it's like record just shows up and he's like, "I'm record." It's like, "What are you doing in Obi Wan?" Yeah, that I doesn't make like, any why sense. Why and why not? Yeah, that doesn't make no sense. So you know, I mean, it would have been cool, but a lot of people would just wouldn't have known who that is anyway because a lot of people I'm sure didn't watch Bad Batch or watching I, I, I can't much blame them. So it's just it, it's it's crazy to think you know that, but. It was super emotional in that death sequence. So, and then of course we have Obi Wan realizing he has to be confronted. He has to go to Vader to save everybody else. But his actual plan wasn't to actually go to Vader. His actual weapon, use of weapon, was Rava was going to be his weapon. And he kind of, in a way, he kind of manipulated. Bro, it. he did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. That's why we were talking about at the end. Like, yes, that was a really good plan. But he he manipulated her feelings. He did into a one v one with Vader, did, where yeah. Kenobi knows for a fact. She has no chance. And he even tells her in the beginning, right? right? When they're talking, he's like, me and you together, we can stop him. And who was fighting him? Was it both of them? No. No. It was just Raven. I feel bad bad for her. (laughs) No, in a way. He he low-key did manipulate her. He did, but (laughs) all of the fans were like, yes. (laughs) I know. I was happy when it happened, but I kind of felt bad for her. Yeah. Well, (laughs) which is actually pretty good writing, so that's pretty nice to get that from you. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, Obi-Wan did manipulate Stratus like, we could do this. (laughs) And then he's just like, bye. I got to get these people out. Leaser, bro. <laughs> he does. But it was pretty cool to have like their little confrontation. And then, you know, that she sends him back into the fortress just because she wanted him to like essentially escape to help yeah, her. Kill the he guards. <laughs> yes. Bro, and then she sends him back. He kills the guards and dips. Right. He does. And then, of course, we have Vader lands. Okay. And this is where the episode goes from, you know, pretty decent 
to, the, to like the some of the best Star Wars we've seen. Yeah. So we see Vader, of course, break into the you know facility, and he's walking. He's going through. He's he's, he's on a mission because he's walking, he's walking fast. fast. So yeah, he's on a mission, Vader. and he's going through through it. And then he walks into the area where, and then he sees a ship taking off. He grabs it. In Bro, he grabs the ship. And with that the was force. epic. Yeah. And he just like you know in some of those scenes because you've seen those in the past in Star Wars scenes like you've seen it with Maul and Maul you yeah. know he let it go and or then Star Killer pulls an entire like destroyer. Yeah, legends. Um, but other stuff, but Vader, he just pulls it down and it goes yeah, he down. He pulls it, <laughs> bro. He pulls the entire ship down. Completely down. We've and never seen just, something like that. We've yeah. never seen it. And then he rips it in half. <laughs> with his like arms. legit. With his, he's just like, and he didn't even like like he's broken a sweat. Yeah, he's, he's just ripping like, the doors open. He just breaks it open and then he jumps in and he's like, "There's nobody here." <laughs> and then they fly away in a decoy ship. Yeah. So that was epic. And that and that the whole part played back to Obi Wan's lesson with a young Padawan it Anakin does. that he was so impatient mm-hmm. and. Uh, he desires to say so much he couldn't see past right. that. that. And Obi-Wan that's why, like, every, as soon as Obi-Wan teaches him something, it flashes back to Vader yeah. and showing that. And that was really good directing and really good writing there to show that. And that was awesome. Yeah, and they did a great job with those flashbacks. They did. And then, of course, Vader's Shout looking out. at him fly away. And then Rava comes up, but he expects it. Yeah. And he stops her with the Force, and he's like, <laughs> was, <laughs> I was like, yes! I was like, yes! yes! This is going to be epic. And that scene in itself, was really so, awesome. So the first, just like in the first one or two minutes, he doesn't even pull out his lightsaber. No, he doesn't. He's dodging. He's well, he didn't pull moving. out his lightsaber. Period. He's just dodging. He's dodging. And bro, something that I've always wanted to see, but we never get to see, is people using the force mm. in these lightsaber battles. Dude, yeah. Not only is he just dodging, but he's catching her, her lightsaber with the force and just throwing her and back, pushing her and back. She, and I loved it because a lot of me, a lot of you know theories were like they may make it to where an inquisitor will have a chance against these people, but I'm so glad that they didn't. Yeah. Like he wouldn't nobody would have a chance except for like aside from be one for against Vader. So to see that and have that effect was awesome. And then when she he pulls she's fighting with the, her lightsaber, then he uses the force to pull out the other blade. Bro. And then he spins it and then he breaks it in half and he has du- duelies. And then he like he gives her one of the blades he gives it because too. he wants to fight. Yeah. <laughs> he just that destroys her. Crazy, dude. He, he takes her lightsaber. Pull, dude, I thought he was going to go like all Asajj Ventress mode yeah. at that point. Like Count Dooku or something. But now he gives her one back mm-hmm. and Brother, that that was probably hands down the coolest we've ever seen. Like Vader, that may like, have been the coolest real. Vader scene we've ever I, seen. I, I think it, it is. It may have been. I think it is. Obviously, in the originals, you got like the the slow, right. steady. But in this right. one, he's using the force to throw around, Dude, yeah. dodging. When her. Hayden, he's toying with her the entire he is time for sure. When Hayden Christensen said in the interviews, he's like, "This is going to be like the best we've seen Vader. This is going to be the most powerful we've seen Vader." Part of me was like skeptical. But now I'm like, yeah, you were right. Yeah, he wasn't capping. <laughs> he was not, and it was awesome. And I can't wait to see even more because he did have a lot bigger of a role in this episode, which was epic. And every scene with that, and then he stabs her finally, and and you know, me and you were both like, yes, yes. <laughs> and when he does, it flashes back to the temple mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, but dude, I think I may have clapped a little bit. I don't <laughs> even know, but but that was awesome like yeah. it was so awesome and then of course we see the grand inquisitor come in the real one yeah and we he's see alive. That he's, he's alive and we knew he was because they're not gonna break canon they so, can't do so that. everyone's surviving just sabers to the stomach in the show well, that's two now. he does have two stomachs the, the species of oh. him has two stomachs so that makes sense in a way but well, i hope they explain a little bit more i mean Ray, rava is alive enough to crawl to the hologram right, right. so i wonder so if she'll die not, or they, i don't think that, the sad thing is i don't think they're gonna kill her off i don't think they i will. think she's gonna end up contacting somebody and then she's gonna join the good forces but she's gotta die at some point yeah, vader vader wouldn't leave her alive 
He, yeah. he wouldn't have made that same mistake again. No, no. I really feel like. I feel like he definitely would have killed her, but maybe he thought he was, she was in just such like pain that she would have died and she might still die. She yeah, may just like listen to the out. message. I mean, I don't know because she, it actually, no, that was Tara, but no, with her, it's like, I don't know. I hope she dies. I don't know. She got, I mean, that's Vader going The only thing you. is too, is that, I mean, she has to die eventually because she's not in any of the rest of the later ones. Yeah. So, and she has to die like either in the next episode for sure, or like in a season two or something. Cause she's got to die. So. What, what if she heal? First of all, there has to be a tiny little time jump. If she's healthy enough to fight in mm-hmm. episode six of yeah, finale. For sure. So if they do a time jump and if she heals, a potential 2v1 with her and Obi-Wan versus Vader. That'd be kind of Might dope. be kind of interesting. But, but he has I to kill Ray first because right. we want to see that 1v1, obviously. Right, for sure. Either that or she just dies, I'd that, say. That is true. But I don't know. But anyway, that scene itself was brilliant, and I loved it, and it was some of the best I've seen in Star Wars in general, not just for Vader. Like That was some of the best Star Wars, that episode that yeah. we've seen in a long time. That, so, that fight was cool. That was epic, and I can't wait for episode six. And then the one ending, like you said, like I was like, hmm, what is happening? You know, it was interesting. When she was listening uh, um, to um, Bell Organa's message saying yeah. the boy on Tatooine, and then it, it pans over to Luke, you know, asleep on Tatooine. So I wonder what that may be about. At first, I, I thought it was just odd why she's just lying there, and her first response is to crawl over to the hologram. Right. You know, like, how'd he get there? I thought he gave it to uh, my favorite Jedi of all time. <laughs> our our guy. I forget his Ajai name. Ajai. It's with the age or something. I can't remember well, his in, name. The, in the show, but the best character. Why, why did she crawl over to the hologram? Was she trying to deliver a message? Because she may have been. Know, she just looks at Obi Wan's message from Baylor Ghana. She, pro- she probably was trying to send a message, but realized it was broken, and then try. And then she listened into the other message that was there. So, so what? How would that play into the show, though? She knowing that there's a sibling called Luke. Right. Like, how would that change anything? I guess we'll have to see because you know, obviously they showed it, and it's something that leaves us questioning, which is a yeah. good thing. We always want to be leaving us with the you know questions. So uh, I think they'll answer that hopefully in episode six. Why it panned over to Luke? But I think it'll be interesting as well. So maybe we'll go back to Tatooine and have a little fight mm. on there. I don't know. Ooh. Maybe Vader will be one. They, they got even better away there. That, yeah. With, huh. So it's epic. So I will say episode five definitely, you know, brought, re, relived, re, what's the word I'm looking Revived. For? Revived the show yeah. from, you know, it kind of I a downward. Like it it definitely downward. went straight back up. And now they, they got to end on a banger. They else, if, if they don't, if they end on a mid episode, people will forever say it's mid besides right. episode five. But if they end on a great episode, people it, are going to say maybe it's redeem, awesome. Yeah, yeah redeem people are going to so. say it's a great show. So I really loved it and I can't wait to see episode six. All right, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Yeah, um, we're out on all major uh, podcast platforms. So go ahead, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, check us out, and we really appreciate it for sure. Um, announcement time: uh, the Kenobi finale, uh, episode six, is coming out Thursday morning. Finale. So stay tuned for that. We'll watch it together. We'll break it down. And it'll be out Thursday. It'll be hype, and we're super excited for that. And we just want to thank you all for listening. May the force be with you. And we love you 3000.